Today, uh, we are taking the, the time that we normally would have a typical sermon, and we're going to do something a little different. We're going to remember and we're going to rejoice um, and as we look back on 2021 and we reflect on all the things that God has done in and through our church this past year. And so this is something that Pastor Todd and myself, as well as Jacob, uh, had been planning for a little while, and so we're excited to do this with you guys today. And speaking of Jacob, I just want to give a shout out. It's his birthday tomorrow, so happy birthday, Jacob. Happy birthday. Um, he serves here at Christ Church faithful, faithfully. He, he does student ministry. He does production. I mean, he's kind of just running around behind the scenes, and so we appreciate you, Jacob. We love you. Um, all right, so to start off, um, I do have a verse. Psalm chapter 103, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Amen. Amen? That's what we're doing today. We are forgetting not his benefits um, from all of 2021. In fact, I'm going to read a little bit more. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Amen? Yeah. Our God is good and he is worthy to be praised. So that's what we're doing today. We are reflecting and we are rejoicing in all that God has done. All right, so heading into 2021, um, you know, typically at the start of the year, I know that you uh, tend to fast and you encourage a lot of the church to join you in that fast as you seek the Lord for his will and for his wisdom for the year. And usually in that time, at least for the last several years, you kind of seem to get a word from the Lord that, uh, you know, he's laying on your heart and going into 2021, that word was victory, yes. uh, victory in Jesus. And, um, you know, one of the scriptures that you quoted a lot throughout the year was first Corinthians fifteen fifty seven, And I think we have that as well, where it says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And we even did a whole sermon series on that um, concept back in September, October. Yeah. So my question, uh, as you think back, you know, this time last year, starting off the year and having that word victory, um, what did that mean to you at the time before you actually started going through some of these uh, mm. battles? Yeah, that's really good because I'm, I'm – by the way, we're starting our fast today um, for any of you guys who want to join. And um, Stephanie and I were talking about it, too. Uh, and last year, you know, we fasted. There's times that we fasted on and off. By the way, when I say fast and prayer, uh, it could be one meal. It could be one day. It could be 21 days. I've done all those. Um, and today, you know, is, you know, just water for me today. But um, when you do that, you got to pray. So you got to, you know, you pray and, and, and talk to God. And what is he saying? And I heard that victory really strong. And I, I always know, I mean, I've, we've been doing this Christ Church for a while. There's a double edge to every word that comes. You know, it can be a great word. You can hear the word. And, wow, that's great. And then you see it in a whole different light, you know, uh, mm -hmm. as you go through it. So I knew that there would be, I figured there'd be battles. And um, but I felt that we were uh, going to get start going forward and let's let's do some things. And right off the bat, we had even before the year began, we had uh, a battle. And uh, I don't know a battle, just I it, it was a victory. I mean, we had we got a promotion from my uncle uh, to heaven. And uh, but uh, you know, also I I just I knew starting off the bat. But man, I never dreamed like it would be. What, yeah, what we saw. You want to say something? Go yeah. Ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, one of the things that you've said pretty often throughout the years that you can't have victory without a battle. Yep. And so I think that's, you know, kind of getting at that two-sided thing you were talking about. You know, heading into the new year, it's this positive word, victory. Yeah, we're going to have victory. You know, the church, we're going to advance, advance. We're going to grow. We're going to have victory. We're going to, you know, crush Satan and all of this. Um, but sometimes maybe you forget that, oh, we're going to have battles. Yep. Um because like you said, we can't have victory without a battle. And yeah. so I know you mentioned starting, you know, heading into the year, losing uh, Pastor K, your yeah. uncle, uh, mentor, father figure, um, you know, pastor. 
And uh, so it was already kind of a little rough. And then, you know, we also just right away in January, uh, my son got really sick. And then, you know, we still had COVID, um, you know, that we were dealing with. And so there was just a lot of things happening. Um, So I kind of want to do two parts um, for this time that we have together. One, um, I want to kind of maybe reflect back on some of the battles that we went through this last year um, and, you know, recounting the ways that God was with us and blessed us and kept us throughout those and gave us victory in those. And then towards the end, I just want to really kind of wrap up with talking about just just the straight-up victories, this the great things that, uh, you know, God has done this year, like, you know, we just talked about with the, the missions trip to the Weechel people and things like that. So, um so, starting back in January, um, what were maybe some battles that, you know, we've went through? Hold on, uh, before we get there. As family and as a church in Go ahead. church So, family. you uh, asked the question, you know, um, when you get the word victory like that, I was, um, we were talking about this last night, and I kind of, the analogy came to my mind is that, you know, for those of you that have been married or are married, when you stand um, at the altar and you're getting married and you say, you know, I take you for better or for worse. You're not thinking about the worst. You're thinking about the better. You're like, oh, I'm just so in love, and he's so cute. And, you know, you have these visions of how it is in the movies that you're just going to live happily ever after. And that's what you're thinking of. And so when we hear the word victory, we're thinking of victory. We're not thinking like, oh, we're going to go through all these battles. That's awesome. We're, that's so cool. And, you know, like, and then in marriage, you know, you get to one of those worst parts. Um, for us, you know, when, you know, through our marriage, we've experienced, um, illness and things like that. And you get to one of those parts and you're like, oh, wow, I didn't see this coming. And, you know, looking back, you can see where God was with you through those worst times and the better times, but that's not what you were thinking about initially. So in starting off the year, thinking of victory, that's how kind of our thought process was like, wow, this is going to be a great year. We're going to have a lot of victory. And then you get to some of those battles and you're like, okay, this is where I really need a victory, but um, I've got to get through the battle first. And to advance, you have to go through the battle to, to experience that victory. And, um, you know, so that's kind of the thought process we had at the beginning of the year. And then, and then, January, you know, we fasted, prayed just like we always do, and we had the break fast, which we're going to have again uh, at the, would it be the January 23rd? It was Somebody Jan- make biscuits and but, gravy. Yeah, please. biscuits and gravy. And I'll, I'll tell you when it was, I know it was January 24th because I know what happened on January 24th. I thought maybe he had a little bit too much bacon or whatever, but Ebby was you know, sick at the house. Uh, he lives with us and they, our family is all together and he wasn't feeling well and it was getting worse and high fever. And so Jessica took him in and, uh, and I didn't see, uh, him again then for 24 days, 20, 22 days, 22 days. And so you guys know the story of that, but they did emergency surgery on him Monday and, um, uh, they, uh, you know, took his uh, appendix. appendix and he just got worse. And I could see him visually, but I couldn't go in there and he just got worse. And so then on Friday, um, he was uh, um, really bad. Jessica called me and she was crying. I was praying and, and, and then they were going to take him to surgery. And I felt this cold for about 9.50 to 10.50, this cold. And I was speaking in tongues. I had the two other kids, but I was praying the whole time and I knew what that water feeling I was having was but then at 1050 I felt the Lord say live and so um, he came through surgery they found out that he did uh, pass away a few minutes on the uh, table and um, anywhere from three to five minutes and so they were uh, believing they might not he might be brain dead Um, every uh, organ had been infected Uh, uh, his blood was septic and so um, they had drain tubes and uh, he had bled out 70% of his body on that day. So, um, you know, prognosis wasn't good. And I, I made sure too that, um, you know, uh, I'd just gotten a new truck and on Saturday I was at prayer, it went early and, and I came out and I was like, I'd already said I was gonna give that truck to Ebby. So I was like, I know he's gonna live because <laughs> that truck's out there and it's got, it's got about 11 years to go or 
10 years, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, and so then, you know, um, you guys know the story. I mean, Saturday nights about May and people prayed and miracles was happening on Sunday. Uh, you know, they took him off the ventilator. Nathaniel was there the whole time, so he knows what happens. And on Wednesday, uh, well, they had said that he was going to have a feeding tube for six months. And they were, you know, a lot of scary stuff. And on Wednesday, they went to clean the tube, one of the tubes out, and it got caught. And so it pulled out. But on that same Wednesday, we were praying that he could be able to eat food. And they couldn't put the tube back, so they just said, well, let's try and they gave him, uh, you know, drink and liquid, and he he did great. And so now he's back there beating up kids in the back. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, that Sunday we preached uh, Ebenezer, the Ebenezer stone. And I think a lot of people had faith. I had my stone. I still have my stone. It's on my dashboard. Uh, you know, look what the Lord has done. A lot of you guys have been through stuff, you know, where you know that. And I can tell you on Monday morning, I got a call that um, we've sold your property that you guys have been on for 10, <laughs> 10 years, it was right, right after I'm trying to figure out if Evie's going to make it and stuff. And I'm like, okay, so and the, you got to be out in a month. And so I really had a different definition of that word victory because, uh, you know, now I'm beside I'm trying to, you know, fight for my grandson, but I'm fighting for our church, you know, and and. What are we going to do? Are we going to stay? You know, what's going to be the viability? I mean, we were, we were in a great situation. It was a very low cost, and I knew the cost had to up, and we'd already upped the cost by, at the beginning of the year, say, hey, we're going to give more to missions, and we have given more to missions than we ever gave. And so how, do you, how is all that going to happen, you know? And, uh, man, God is faithful. You want to chime in here? Anybody? Yeah, no, I remember walking in the house on that afternoon where he, I'd come home from work and he's sitting at the kitchen table and he said, I have some good news. And I said, okay. And he said, uh, they sold the church property. And I was like, well, that doesn't sound like good news to me. But we, after what we had just experienced yes. that the week leading up to that, we knew that <laughs> anything from that point on, it just, it couldn't be worse than what we were experiencing and what we were already thanking God for. And so we saw that as an opportunity because we knew that if we could get through the battle we had just been through, that this battle with the church property, we knew that we could get through that too. And then now we're sitting in this beautiful building. And those of you that have been with us since, but what I think is all, all of you here, uh, most of you here, is that you know in comparison, this building in comparison to the building we were in that was falling apart and uh, just in, in much need of repair and all of those kind of things, that this is a victory. This room we're sitting in here worshiping God today is a victory in that situation. And so when he said, I have good news, I, I knew what he meant. He had already been through the thought process before I got home. And he you know, went through the, oh, my goodness, to the, okay, this is an opportunity. And so we, we were able to see the victory even in that situation. And, I mean, we're living in it now. So all glory to God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking of that other building, <laughs> you know, the, the last few months there were it was crazy you know i remember oh, there was a couple floods, of sundays yeah. where we showed up for the first service oh, and it was flooded yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. it about the like, floods yeah. yeah i think there was like god was really actually trying yeah to he's kind of moving say hello moving you need to get out of here <laughs> yeah flooded i can't i, I forgot about totally the floods about that. <laughs> um so yeah i had to stuff. cancel first service and be like well we're yeah. glad you're here but now we need you to roll up your sleeves and yeah. help us <laughs> try this place try the place the first flood happened on a sunday i was preaching and you know already when you're you're not used to getting up preaching every Sunday, you, you know, it's a little nerve wracking, right? Jacob, yeah, you get up here on Sundays, Nathaniel, and it's like, um, so I was already nervous to be preaching, and then we show up, and the church is flooded, and so Todd said, you know, take the people that have, the ladies, he said, the men are going to stay in here and clean this up before the second service, take the ladies into the nursery and preach to them, so we crammed into the nursery, and I preached to the ladies That's for the first true. service, and, um, yeah. and it was good, it felt good, and I, yeah, and Linda's over there shaking her head yes, and my mom, and the ladies that were there, and it was, it was good, and it, and then uh, we got the church cleaned up, and we had first, or the second service, and yeah, so that was, uh, it, I forgot about the floods. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you get the word victory, 
you know, you realize you can't have victory without a battle, maybe not fully comprehending the extent of these battles and right out of the gate, having some personal battles with uh, losing your uncle and then almost losing your grandson. Yeah. Um, and then like right away, the rug pulled out from under you. You guys have until May to get out of here and move and have no idea where we're going to go, how we're going to make it happen. Um, you know, and then, all these things were happening with the church, with moving and, you know, moving is just one of the top, I think like top three most stressful things anybody like goes through. Um, so can you talk maybe a little bit more about that? Like from kind of that point forward, like what were some of the other battles, um, that we went through as a church in this last year? Sure. I mean, Shout out to to uh, Jacob. He, he found this place. He found it, and, uh, and then Dave and I went and yeah, Dave and I and Jacob went and looked, and then I was like, hmm, I don't. There was bikes and everything here and stuff, and I was like, I don't know, but uh, but you know, it, thank God it was kind of at the right time uh, before everybody went back to work. So uh, thank you, Varus, if you're listening, um, Rohit and. Uh, all of you guys that are doing a great job, thank you because you're allowing us to be here in this uh, space. So we thank God we were able to find that and we, you know, we uh, we did that. But then when you find it, you know, how do you, it, there's thousands of dollars. The The other thing is I, I'm a pastor of the church, so I see the finances and uh, we'd, I'd already up to finances and faith that we would uh, be able to, you know, we're growing as a church and we'd be able to do more missions, do more things. And then uh, we have a move that's around 10 to 15,000 just to do all the things that we had to pay to move. On top of that, um, you know, I tried to get us, uh, you know, uh, a break on, on a month rent and stuff and I couldn't. And then on top of that, we had to double the rent here plus another rent to just get in with money that I had no idea. <laughs> You know, where's that going to come from? But I was like, well, if you can save my grandson, you can do anything, Lord. And I'm telling you guys, I mean, we didn't really even do a lot of asking or anything, but just it came in. I mean, God does that. He took care of it. And so we, uh, you know, the finances and uh, everything, but um, me and Steph had already had a thing planned, which we planned kind of our calendar. So we were gone and guys came in. Thomas and Dave, thank you guys. And all you guys put this up that's right behind me. They, they did a great job. And then they put they did this platform. And uh, so I got back and I was like, man, what a great job. You guys even put a fish right there in the front. And they said they didn't do that. So um, <laughs> I was like, well, then God did. So God did a, put a fish there. And we've been catching people. A lot of you guys are new. Uh, in our church and and thank you and and people coming from this neighborhood and uh so i don't remember what the question was what was the question <laughs> what are the uh, other battles oh battles uh, yes and so but there's been constant battles right babe yeah he's focusing on the victory that's yeah. why he forgot the question yeah. but yeah no i mean uh you know, like he said, we we had already had this uh, vacation planned for his birthday, and so we stepped away for a few days, which was, you know, you you have to, if I can encourage you in anything, be intentional about taking moments of rest and reset. It's so important to not only your physical life, but your spiritual life, too, to just take time to step back, reflect, which is what we're doing today. And so I'd taken him away, and we came back, and it was just like, I mean, we, it w- I think it was, right around then or maybe even before then that I began to really recognize um, the faithfulness of the team <clears throat> that we have here, um, the people that are here that pray and give and are faithful to support us, and then the team that we have that they they didn't skip a beat. They weren't like, oh, well, pastor's on vacation. We're just going to wait till he gets back and get things done. They were just like, oh, no, we're going to work even harder while pastor's gone, and they, you know, like he said, they built this stage. They put it together. Mm-hmm. They sent us pictures, and before we even got home, we were so excited. In fact, I think we drove in from vacation and stopped by here first before going 
home to take a look at the stage. And we wanted to kind of replicate the stage we had before, not because we want to be like, oh, we want to hang on to something old, but we wanted to remind people that, you know, we had a home there at the old building, but this is home too. This is our new home. And so we're bringing a little piece of it with us. And so we, we wanted to kind of replicate that stage. And the idea that I had to replicate this stage did not look anything like this. Guys, I was asking them to try and take apart the old one and bring it over here and all this. And they're like, yeah, that can't be done. So they did an amazing job. And we are so grateful for the team that we have here that serves with us. And, and that is a victory because it hasn't always been that way. You know, we've been in uh, times before where it was like, you know, it's kind of struggling and, you know, people are not wanting to serve or whatever. And, uh, you know, but we have such a great team right now. We're just so excited for that. So that in itself, too, is a victory. Yeah. But you were asking battles. And so Sorry. I did no. that. <laughs> hey, you can't have victory without battles. So it's, it's hard not to, yeah. to talk about so, both at the so same time. Some of that was the AC when we first got here oh, wasn't yeah. working. And, um, you know, it was going into the hundreds. Yeah. It was hundreds. And, right at the start of and I was like, great. We got a new location. Get it, And you got to get people in the sweaty place <laughs> and everything. But um we finally got that going there was some there's uh they fixed the tile up there by the way do you notice that but we had a a oh, flood yeah. thing that kind of happened over the we got some heavy rain yeah or rain oh, no, it was the air conditioner yeah air conditioned okay. stuff but that's i mean that that that's good and um you know so many of you guys um uh to this year have gotten uh you know you had your 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 time with COVID and so many of you i was i was you know i i could relate to and i was praying for and and you know and and so that was tough you know um oh, watching yeah. uh people go through that um uh and you know um my uh mom uh when i was on in the on the mission trip it, i had all these missed things because i was gone you were out of uh range but when i as soon as i got range from my phone had all these text messages, I guess, and Stephanie was here, but um, they'd uh, called her and she had to leave her job because uh, they they just weren't sure, you know, if she was going to make it. It was on a Wednesday, and uh, and so the ambulance got her. And you want to tell about that? Yeah, I got a call that his mom was uh, taken by ambulance to the hospital, and I thought. Um, and I, you know, I have, I've shared this with a few people, but that morning I had been at work had been experiencing just this horrible battle with just some anxiety and something was, I, I, I look back now, I can see that it was a spiritual battle I was facing and I stepped into the restroom at work and I started praying and I was like, God, I don't know what this overwhelming feeling is. I had this overwhelming feeling that somebody close to me was going to die. And I thought, I know, first of all, fear isn't from the Lord. And I thought, okay, God, I'm not going to be afraid. And if somebody's not going to make it just give me the strength to endure you know and i had no idea who that was at the time my sister was very sick with covid and i thought well maybe i'm going to lose my sister and then i got that call and so i'm driving to the hospital and thinking that's just that's great this is it that's it's my mother-in-law she's she's leaving this earth she's going to go to heaven and pastor todd's out of range in mexico He's, he has no idea what's even happening and i'm going to have to be here and you know me and uh her other son were going to be the ones to handle it and i really thought that was it but then by the time i got to the hospital she was already starting to improve and and she's still with us. And, you know, so that's a victory, you know. And, and I know so many of you have experienced things like that throughout this year where, you know, you've had someone close to you very sick and, you know, thought you were going to lose them. We experienced it at the very first of the year with Ebenezer. And then, you know, with uh, Jessica's mom was uh, very ill in the hospital with COVID. And so many of us in this church and listening to us online have experienced that. And, you know, um, and some of us have lost loved ones. And, and that's a terrible loss. But we can glorify in the victory that they with the father now you know in the midst of that though i was thinking with jessica's mom and then my mom and everything um and before i went on this trip um our uh, youngest son had been through a, a terrible uh, situation and i just happened to be back because um we went ahead and did a vacation that jessica's mom wanted them to do even though she wasn't uh, doing well she was in ICU she was like and we were going to counsel I was all for counseling but um, she she wanted us to do it and so you know the victory was we went ahead and did thing that and then I but I went ahead and flew back on a Thursday I just felt I mm -hmm. should be 
And on Friday, I get a call from my uh, middle son, my youngest son who's having an issue. And um, I spent Friday night with him uh, all the way till Saturday morning. And then, um, you know, uh, he, he was able to uh, stay there and get help for about four days. And, and when he got out, then uh, it was about, you know, a couple of days for the trip. And that uh, Jose and I had made and so when you go through things like this you go through you're like okay did I lose the battle or, or was that the war should I just shut down and everybody said go ahead and go like they did with Jessica and Nathaniel like they did so I went and then when I'm getting back on Wednesday and I see that with my mom I'm like man <laughs> did I make the right decision because I'm like hundreds of miles away I can't do anything you know but that that's the whole deal I think the essence of that victory was that I I rested in the whole year was keep going you know that that's the devil trying to destroy keep going and uh in in those instances every time we won um you know in life and death issues and things that were happening that uh, with people um we saw uh, you know miracles happening and so I, I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm seeing with the whole battle yeah. aspect. And then, you know, I want to encourage you, too, on, on the flip side of that, you know, um, you know, he had mentioned our youngest son, and, you know, that's a battle. We're still, we're still in that battle. Yep. And, um, you know, we covet your prayers in that, and I know many of you have experienced, uh, have had experiences with prodigal children and, and that kind of thing. And so we're, we're in that battle of the, you know, praying for our prodigal sons to come home. And, um, but don't, don't forget to see the little victories in that. In every battle, you know, there's, there's little victories. And um, we've been experiencing little victories, little victories, little victories. And, you know, the battles will never be over until Jesus returns and takes us home. We're always going to be in some kind of spiritual battle. And so, but there are little victories along the way and some big victories too. And we've experienced little victories and big victories. So even if it's a small victory, rejoice in even the small victories. Yeah. Amen. Well, before we um, start just hammering on the, all the great things that God has done this year, um, maybe, you know, you both can talk a little bit about, you know, we do go through these battles. We do go through these sufferings where sickness, you know, death, loss, uh, family, you know, divisions and things like that. Um, why? And, it, you know as best as you can why does god allow this kind of stuff to happen yeah well <laughs> you know that's that's man if i you know if i could get a great answer for that i could probably win a few people more to jesus because that's the one that they keep coming up with is why you know why does why is there poverty why why do people get murdered you know all the different things and to do that, I'd have to give you, you know, a Bible lesson, you know, that, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and then, and it was good. It was so good, and he's told man not to disobey, and man disobeyed in the garden. Man, uh, it, which compromised uh, Adam and Eve, they took of the uh, the forbidden fruit, and, and so then sin entered the earth, and um, the sin is the consequence of everything that we're seeing, you know. Um, but, you know, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And, you know, the, the whole battle there, though, when people are saying, well, why, you know, why? And you know what they're trying to say? They're trying to say, if I was God, I would take care of me. Well, yeah, you would. You're God. This is the first thing you have to realize as a human race. We are not God. And we are his, we are his creation. We are the children made by God created us. And he allowed us, even though we disobeyed him the first time, he gave us a second chance through his son, Jesus Christ. There was the first Adam. And then there was the second Adam. That Adam came from heaven. The first Adam was made from earth. The second one came from heaven. And you've just got to get over yourself, you know, and just realize you're not God. 
And when you get over that and say, you're not God, you're not, you're not who, you know, you, you don't make the choice. You don't, you would do a terrible job anyway if you were God. You would do a horrible job. I know, I know. And because I've watched all these people try, and I've tried. We try to be God, and we just do a horrible job. But God loves us so much, he gave us a Savior who can be a great, is a great leader. One day, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ Amen. is Lord. And they will humble themselves before him. But you have an opportunity to do it now. And that's, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that happen. But I like what Jose said in one of our Spanish service. He said, we're not fighting to victory. We're fighting from victory. You have victory once you accepted Christ. When you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is raised from the dead, we are actually fighting from victory. And um, I, I was thinking this the other day. I don't deserve anything. You know, I don't deserve anything. But I'm so blessed, man. And God's so good. I just say this stuff over and over. I'm, God is so good to us. And... And, I, and I'm believing this year, too, for the, the first time salvation and for the return of the prodigals this year. You know, for, for your children, my children, coming to the Lord. This is a year that's victory, but we're fighting from victory. Because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And so we're fighting from victory. We, we already, I mean, we're not waiting to go to heaven. We're already a part of it and if you don't if you don't believe that it you know listen to his prayer our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Amen. you don't get you know you don't you don't get saved after you die or whatever and you know you don't become eternal after you die you're eternal now yeah. so you're walking around with that 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 eternal that kingdom that hope that that victory right now and just and, you know, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, like, but for this year, I believe there's an open door. So this is going to be an open door. You know, just, just begin to, 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 to step into the territory of every place that God places you, you know, what he's doing in you. But amen. What do you believe? Amen. Everybody's amen. Amen. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, that's, that's good. You know, um, yeah, we would make terrible gods. Our yeah. God is good. Or, Our God is in control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on his throne. Yeah. He's not caught off guard. Um, and like you said, there's a lot of different ways you could go about it. And, it, you know, we could do a whole series of messages on just, a, you know, why does a good God let bad things happen? Yeah. But, um, you know, I just, just to throw in my two cents, you know, from my own experience this year with going through what we went through with Ebby, you know, there's a lot of things when looking back on it, you can think like, okay, well, what were some of the good things that came out of that or the takeaway? And, you know, even if it was just the fact that I was seeking God more, more dependent on God, leaning on God more, um, you know, that brought my relationship with God deeper. And so could God have prevented that from happening? Yes. He allowed it to happen. Why did he allow it to happen? I'm sure there's a million reasons, but ultimately, um, like it says in Romans 8, one of my favorite verses is that God is using all things mm. for our good and for his glory. Mm. And so it's good that he allowed it to happen yeah. because ultimately it's bringing me closer to him and making me more like him. And so, um, but to get back on the victory thing, um, first Corinthians it says but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ you know these are battles but ultimately the war is won like you said like we work uh, not for victory but from victory yeah. um, so you know the the game is over the war is won uh, Jesus is king and um, you know we're going to experience these trials and things along the way but ultimately uh, we have a great hope because we know that uh, we're going to be with Jesus and so what are maybe just some of the, the victories, like the great things? Like, I want to end on a high note. Uh, so, like, what are some good things that God has done this year, you know, in and through 
you know, you guys and then through Christ Church. Um, you know, what's what, what are some of the, the good things that God has done this year? Been real quiet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got real quiet. Well, I, was, I felt like I was taking over a little bit there, so I was trying to be quiet. It's hard for me to do. I'm a talker, um, in case you didn't know that about me. Um, but, no, some of the, the really cool things I was thinking about, um, you know, this year is that, you know, we start off uh, with the ladies with a Bible study every year. I didn't quite get on on the train this year, and so I apologize for that. But I had set out to, I, I determined at the beginning of the year, you know, we set our resolutions, goals, whatever you want to call them, and I was going to write some devotionals of my own that we could do here at the church, and um, I was going to write two. That's what my, I looked back on my calendar, and I was like, I was going to write two devotionals this year. You know how many I wrote? Zero. It's okay, though, because they're, you know what? It's a new year, new beginnings, and, and you know, if God put that in my heart, um, I believe that it can still happen. And just because I didn't act on what God put in my heart, that doesn't mean that God didn't speak it. Um, sometimes we're slow to respond, but God is faithful. And um, But we did Bible study for the women this year. We did some, uh, we went to a women's conference um, in February that was really cool. It was um, called Fight Like a Girl. And, um, you know, sometimes we say about men, you know, oh, he fights like a girl. It's not a bad thing to fight like a girl because girls are pretty tough uh, from what I can see. And um, so we went to that Fight Like a Girl conference. Um, uh, we did uh, a women's uh, brunch and craft in November. That was really cool. Um, we haven't done something like that in a while. And so um, just, you know, from where I'm standing, we did some really cool things this year. And um, another really great thing is that um, Megan uh, stepped up and uh, uh, took over uh, leading children's church and that was an area that I was serving that was um, I love children but that's that's not um, where God has my heart right now um, I really want to reach our women actually we started children's church in 2021 yeah oh, yeah we weren't having kids church remember I forgot about that because yeah. 2020 we had to shut things down and um, so we were kind of we weren't really doing kids church until we moved back into this building and um, Megan had said that she wanted to to start uh, heading that up, and so she's been doing that, and that's just kind of relieved me from that, which is a great thing, and um, I was able to put my focus on um, some different things, and um, we have even more things uh, planned for this year in that way. We want, um, you know, we missed women's retreat this year, but that's okay. You know, we can, we can catch it this year going around, and we've got conferences coming up that I'm looking forward to and um, we did um, I'm trying to look at my notes here we did the conference um, Pastor Todd and I I have not been to general council um, since I was a child and um, it, because of the faithfulness of the church I was able to go with Pastor Todd to general council this year um, we it ended up that we ha had a free place to stay which was a blessing because we were trying to, we were tossing back and forth, like, do we have the church pay for that? Do we pay for that? And it's going to be expensive and that kind of thing. And then it kind of last minute, we, we ended up with a free place to stay. So that was a huge blessing. On the couch. Um, we slept on a, on a fold-out couch, which wasn't the most comfortable, but it was free. So that was great. And um, so uh, we were able then to take some of those funds and, and experience Disney World, which I had never done. Um, I was not overly impressed. Sorry, Florida. Uh, but <laughs> I'll take California Disneyland over that. And then, um, but we, we, I got to go to general counsel with Pastor Todd. And that was a huge blessing because um, you get to see what um, the whole United States is doing um, as a fellowship uh, of the Assemblies of God. And I'm so grateful to be part of this fellowship. And so we were able to see that and just, um, you know, experience uh, that uh, together. And so that was pretty awesome. And we got to touch base with some old friends that we hadn't seen in a long time that had served with us in ministry before. Um, so that was a huge blessing. And we experienced our 36th wedding anniversary while we were there, which was really cool. And um, in October, we had a minister's renewal. And I got to um, take the days off work and uh, participate in that with Pastor Todd as well here in Arizona. Um, so God did some really cool things in our lives and uh, opened up some doors for us to be able to, uh, for me to be able to participate in some of these areas of ministry that I don't usually get to go on. And so, first of all, thank the Lord for that. And thank you guys for your faithfulness to us as, and supporting us as pastors of this church that um, we were able to do all the things that we did this year. And it's because of you guys. I can't brag on you guys enough. You guys are a really great church. And I'm not... 
I'm not just saying that because, you know, we've been in ministry for a long time and, um, you know, you experience lots of kinds of people throughout your years of ministry. And I'm looking out at this group right now and even people I know that are joining us online and we have a great church and that is a victory. And I'm just so grateful for the church that we have. And then um, we ended the year with our uh, Christmas festival. Um, it wasn't as big and fantastic as we had envisioned it to be. Um, but Santa Claus was there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, because we had a lot of people that had been sick with COVID and, and praise God that I'm looking around, everybody's recovered in here and, and that's so great. It, but um, we had an appearance by Mrs. Claus and I know some people might, take issue with that but mrs claus came with a purpose to tell the true meaning of christmas so uh, we ended with that christmas festival and um it was fun it wasn't like i said it wasn't as elaborate as we had hoped it would be um, but it was still good and we had a lot of good fun and um so we're we're um you know we learn things during those times too of how we can do things a little better next time and so um i i know god is faithful to um just help us this year to be able to do some of those things a little bit bigger and a little bit better and and reach more people because that's ultimately our goal is to reach more people and to reach this community that surrounds us and so and um, we're looking forward to that in the coming year yeah, and then some church stuff and it involves you too but um then in the summer well, for it's been five or I don't know, maybe ten years, but I seem to it seems forever to me. I've been asking Steph, can I go to Mexico? Can I go to Mexico? And she says, No, no, no. They uh there our own people, our church assembly God had said no, we'd stop the uh what we called the Mexico um, you know, outreach in February that we'd always done. we I guess that's been stopped for 10 12 years and and i've even told steph about going da 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 well then uh paul lavino um which is uh dream catcher or dream makers dream makers started a, a thing and he's uh, uh his church has allowed him generation church allowed him to kind of do a thing and anyway he started going to mexico for the first time and took our superintendent and our uh our whole leadership and as soon as i seen that i'm like I'm on. Next one. Hey, sign me up. So June, I signed up with pastors. I went with George, uh, Pastor George Molina. He preached when we were there. And then Pastor uh, uh, Bob Sines, who's preaching right now. And all these guys are preaching right now uh, in their churches. And we went in June. And, uh, it, you know, it was great. We uh, And then I brought it back to the church. And you guys gave. You guys remember that? Uh, you guys gave uh, to the men's uh, um a rehabilitation center and there's a, a a whole center there around 54 and uh, so we gave money and we gave a whole bunch of stuff what was it uh, like oh a bath a truckload of yeah. supplies uh uh toiletries and uh, uh socks and underwear and things like that for the yeah. menu took and it, literally a truckload they filled up the back of pastor todd's truck and drove it over to pastor Palavino that they were able to take that uh, to the center and then we were talking to jose and elizabeth about it and they were like hey we ought to go down there so uh and i and i they speak the language i'm like well then let's go so the four of us went on a sunday um on july 4th was a sunday by the way and so after church we went down there right was yeah. it july 4th yeah. and didn't realize yes, i remember because we sat three hours at the border yeah <laughs> and it was hot yeah yeah but anyway we went we went and uh uh just not really expecting that uh, you know whatever but great things happened we were able to meet pastors and god bless us at the same time i got to see fireworks in mexico on the fourth of july from the place that we were at we we're at this hotel that were right there and you could see fireworks everywhere and it was a blessing of god and that was awesome and then uh, that uh, then uh, did another trip to, and was it September, Jacob? I think it's September. Whenever he could, he's gotten his uh, passport, which I encourage everybody to get a passport. And so we were like, we got to use that passport. It came in, so let's go. And so we went down, and uh, we went back, and we were able to bless. We uh, were able to even get in contact with Sylvia, who I'm still in contact with who I've been in contact with her 15 or so years ago. And then Jose was uh, relating a, a story she was telling. He's crying. And I'm like, tell me, what's the story? And he's like, oh, praise God or whatever. And he's not, but not interpreting what it was. 
but he was just talking about she was she remembered me and remembered me and stuff last time we came down and we, and, and the blessing that had happened and 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 I, we don't have a lot of time to talk about that but it, that she was just glad that we we're back and we we're able to bless her again and and um her, her husband always reminded me of uh, my uncle bill because yeah. he, he just the white hair and he, he would the way he did everything and i followed him around for years and so uh, he had been gone for a few years, and she was pastoring the church by herself, and uh, so we got to help them. And and then, um, you know, uh, we did a thing here, the Samaritan Purse, which I expected to do about 50 boxes, you know, at the most. I thought, boy, that's pretty ambitious. <laughs> and uh, Jose and Elizabeth come in with 200, and I'm like, 200? And they're like, yeah, and then we talked to the guy, and he gave us 100 more, so we had like... 300 boxes and I'm like well okay and you guys did 230 boxes right so right right 230 and I mean some of it you know some people had spent 20 25 or so dollars and in when, when I say the boxes I don't know if it does it well what I'm trying to say but there would be dolls cars all kinds of neat stuff and great things in there and and, and I won't go over what it was again, but just because of that, we took a picture. And I remember the picture. Ladies wanted to take a picture of me and Jose, and we're in the trucks, and the trucks are. Well, then a guy that he had uh, known, a, uh, a pastor, uh, Pastor Waldo, uh, saw that and go, hey, we did that one time up in the mountains. He's like, can we do that again? And we were like, sure, why not? So then. This church uh, was able to, you guys saw the video of what we did and, uh, you know, ministered to people. And, and I just thought about that one time when I was way up there, you know, it takes like five hours to get up and, you know, and this little girl, you know, it's just praying. And I'm just like, I'm here because this little snot-nosed girl praying <laughs> in the middle of nowhere wanted some candy. And so here, you know, God sends us. But I want you to know that God loves you that much. He really does. Yes. That he'll, he'll do something. He'll send somebody across the other side of the world. Um, you know, he cares about you from little to big to old. And Go ahead. I was just going to say that that's something when you're in the battle is you don't see that. And when you look back, you can see how God just orchestrates, you know, like uh, he was saying that, you know, the little girl praying over there. And then somebody saw the picture of them dropping off the Samaritan purse boxes. And then that pastor saw that picture and that pastor contacted Jose. And then Jose came to Pastor Todd. So it was like all these little pieces put together. You don't see that when you're in the battle all the little pieces that God's putting together. And then you see the victory, and you're like, oh, it makes sense now. It's all connected, and that's how God works in the battle, is he puts all those little pieces into place in the battle so that when you're at the end of the victory, you can look back and see where God was with you all along, even though you couldn't feel it, you couldn't see it, you didn't know it. He was there all along getting you through the battle to the victory. And I know we're running out of time. We need to wrap it up. But even our homeless outreach is more, I mean, when we started yeah. following those cards, We've given out more uh, than we've than we did the, even the year before, and I think it's more more of the people are involved, you know, yeah. because now you can get a, a I don't even know if we have some because I gave out so many this week, but you can get one on the way out and put it in your car and give it to people as you see them on the side of the road and everything, and then you can talk to them, you can pray with them. I've seen people pray with them and say, "Hey, can I pray for you?" And so that that is up. I mean, our we got a bunch of stuff in there, but the food and everything now reach for that has upped. Everything's upped. Our income has upped this year, and God has been so faithful. So, yeah. yeah. Amen. So, a lot of great things this year: increase in finances, yeah. and increase in uh, new people coming to the church, increase in outreach. We have had baptisms. We've had new members. Oh, I didn't point out May sixteenth. That was, I remember that day. That was some. There were a lot of miracles that day. We were packed, but uh, Ebenezer got, oh, yeah. got baptized yeah. on well, May 16th. Yeah, May 16th. Uh, Noah and Ebby and I thought Thomas and Thomas were all baptized. And those are three key people in our church. You may not know it. Some of them kind of behind the scenes you don't see all the time. But some key miracles. people in our church that yeah. all got baptized on that day. And because uh, some of our family members came on that Sunday to see Ebenezer get baptized, I believe that was the day. I don't see Jessica in here anymore. That Oh, there she is. 
that Freddie, her younger brother, came to that service, and he stayed home with her mom on that day, and today he's still sober and clean, stepped away from drugs on that day. That's a huge, huge victory. Jessica had been praying for a long time, and her mom and their family for Freddie to to step away from drugs. And today, I mean, I could show you a picture of what he looked like when he sat on our couch one day, and he was, I mean, some of you know, you've come out of that lifestyle. It was terrible. To what he looks like today, he does not even look like the same person. And that's huge. So if you're believing for someone to come out of that lifestyle, don't give up. There's hope. And we've seen it firsthand in our family, and it's because of the miracles that have taken place through this church and because of your faithfulness. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so intense battles but great victories as well so it's been a good year um i'm gonna we're gonna close this out so i'm just gonna read this scripture one more time and then just ask you to say a couple things about maybe what you're hopeful maybe give us a sneak peek of next week when we get into vision sunday but so today was a day of remembering and rejoicing and again psalm 103 bless the lord O my soul and forget not all his benefits and that's what we've been doing today is forgetting not all his benefits. He who forgives all our iniquity, heals your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. So what are some things real quick that you're excited for, looking forward to this year? Amen. Um, well, I mean, the word I'm hearing is access. And, I'm, uh, I, you know, we really took a big leap um, in 2020 we did even a huger leap in 2021 and I I believe we, we need a huger <laughs> huger I don't even know if that's a word leap in 2022 as far as looking um, at access open doors and and a, a, a bigger better greater place for Christ Church and God is continuing to do that bigger better things and you know what and I'll, I'll speak more on that later but uh, more more salvations, just more people being reached for Christ. And Amen. Keeping the main things the main things. And so make sure to come next week because yeah. it is going to be a little bit more specific on some new things that we're going to be doing this year to try to reach out to the community and to train up uh, more um, uh, ministers, ministers. Uh, and get more people in, involved in ministry. So there's an actual plan in place. So come next week to hear about that. Um, so let's do this so that we can close out um, our service. Um, I'll pray, and then if you want to lead us in communion, and then uh, we can end our service that way. So Heavenly Father, thank you for 2021. Thank you for the, um, the many battles that you brought us through. Thank you for the victories that you have given to us. Thank you for growing our church family. Thank you for increasing our family by by bringing new people into relationship with Jesus. And we got to witness that through seeing people get baptized, through uh, seeing people get delivered uh, from addictions, and through uh, adding new members to our church and discipling people and growing leaders. God, you've done so much this year, and we're so excited, and we look forward to this next year in 2022. And we're just anticipating Uh, all that you're going to accomplish in and through Christ Church. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And, you know, Nathaniel said,